Walter the Lazy Mouse by Marjorie Flack. Chapter 1. How Walter Mouse Lost His Home. Once upon a time there was a small young mouse named Walter. Walter lived in Mouse Village in a very nice house with his father and mother and five brothers and six sisters, and they were a very busy mouse family. All but Walter. Walter was a lazy young mouse. In the morning Walter was never quite dressed by the time his sisters and his brothers were having their breakfast, and when they started off for school Walter would still be eating his cereal. Then he would run all the way to school, but no matter how fast he ran, somehow Walter would always be late. When Miss Gray, his teacher, would ask Walter, "'How much is two and two? Walter would think and think, and then he would count his fingers, but he was so slow that by the time he said five, the teacher had forgotten the question and was busy with someone else. When Walter went roller-skating, he was so slow he could never catch up with his feet. When Walter played football, he was so slow he was always in the way of the other players. At first, Walter's father and mother were greatly concerned because their little son was so lazy. They tried to hurry him, and then they tried to punish him, but it did no good. Walter only seemed to grow lazier and slower, so since they were very busy mice with eleven other children to worry about, they gave it up. As time went on, Walter became so slow he never even saw his father or mother or sisters or brothers, because on school days, by the time Walter was up in the morning, his father had gone to the office, and his mother had gone shopping, and his sisters and brothers had all gone to school. By the time Walter got to school, they were all home for lunch, and when Walter arrived home for lunch, they had all left again. Walter was so slow that by the time he got home from school every night, he was so late that the whole family had eaten their dinner and gone to bed. And on Saturdays and Sundays, Walter never got out of bed at all. So, after a few months of this, Walter's father and mother and sisters and brothers had not seen him for so long, they forgot all about Walter. To be sure, his mother would sometimes say, "'I wonder who left this empty bowl on the table,' or, "'What became of that piece of pie I left in the pantry?' But she was a very busy mother, and did not give it a second thought. One spring evening, when Walter came home from school, he went to the kitchen to find some food. When he opened the door he saw that the kitchen looked very strange. There was no stove, no table, no chairs. He went to the pantry, and it was bare. Not a crumb of food could he find. Walter went into the dining-room. That, too, was empty. He went into the living-room. Not a bit of furniture was in it. Walter ran up the stairs and into his room. His bed was gone, his chair was gone, everything was gone. He looked in his closet, and even his clothes were gone. Then Walter knew. He knew that his father and his mother and his sisters and his brothers had all moved away, and that they had forgotten all about him. Poor Walter did not know what to do. He was hungry, and there was no food to eat, and he was sleepy, but there was no bed to sleep on. So Walter started out to find his family. Down the street he ran, but he did not know where to go, so Walter just kept on running. On and on he ran, until soon there were no more houses in sight, and Walter felt very depressed. Never before in his life had he been so far from home, and by now he was so hungry he was no longer sleepy. The moon was high overhead, everything looked strange, but Walter did not know what to do, so he kept on running. Soon he found himself in a thick forest, and before he knew it, Walter had lost the road. Walter was tired. He was hungry. 
He did not know where his home was, he did not know where he was, so he sat down and he cried. He cried and he cried, but it did him no good because there was no one to hear him, no one to feel sorry for him, no one to help him. So Walter stopped crying and just sat there alone in the great forest. Soon he heard voices singing. So Walter scrambled through the forest, over stones, in the shadow of great mushrooms. On he went, trying to find the singers. Louder and louder grew the music, and then Walter could hardly believe his eyes. He found himself at the edge of a great pond, and all about him were creatures he had never seen the like of before. They all had great bulging eyes. Some were small, so much smaller than Walter they made him feel large, and they sang in little high voices. Others were larger, a little larger than Walter, and they sang with medium-sized voices. But there was one huge creature who was so huge he made Walter feel very small, and he sang in a great deep voice like a bass drum. Walter crept up to a tiny little creature and he whispered, "'Have you seen my father and mother and sisters and brothers go by?' But the little creature did not hear him, and went on singing. So Walter asked in a little louder voice, "'Have you seen my father and mother and sisters and brothers go by?' But the little creature still did not hear him, because they were all making such a racket. Then Walter shouted as loud as he could shout, "'Have you seen my father and mother and sisters and brothers go by?' But by the time Walter had said, "'Seen,' all the creatures stopped their singing, and he found himself shouting, shouting loudly in the quiet night. Walter was so embarrassed to find himself making such a noise he did not know what to do. All around him he saw hundreds of faces looking silently at him. Now it was so still, Walter was afraid to move. At last the great huge creature came galumphing over to him, and in a great deep voice he asked, "'What did you say?' Walter was so frightened he could hardly speak, but at last he managed to say, "'Ha! Have you, you seen my father and mother and sisters and brothers go by?' By now all the strange creatures had gathered around Walter. Instead of answering him, the huge one turned to them and asked, "'Have you seen his father and mother and sisters and brothers go by?' Then they each asked each other, "'Have you seen his father and mother and sisters and brothers go by?' Then they all sang together, No, 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 no. Walter began to sob. What is the matter? asked the huge one. I am hungry, sir, sobbed Walter. Why don't you eat, then? said the huge one. But I have nothing to eat, sir, said Walter. Well, look around and find something, said the huge one. So Walter looked around, and he found some seeds to eat, and he ate a great many, but then he felt so sleepy he began to cry again. "'What is the matter?' asked the huge one. "'I am sleepy, and I have no bed, sir.' "'But if you are sleepy, why don't you just sleep?' said the huge one. "'Shut your eyes, and go to sleep.' "'Go to sleep, shut your eyes, and go to sleep.' "'Go to sleep, to sleep, to sleep,' sang all the pond creatures together, while the huge one sang in his great deep voice. "'To sleep, to sleep, to sleep.'" 
end of chapter one, read by Kara Schallenberg, www.kray.org, on Friday, October 20th, 2017, in Union City, California.